Today, we are still on our series, and we are going to be talking about, we titled this, today's message, Be Strong in the Lord. Look at somebody close to you and tell them, Be Strong in the Lord. No, 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 you are not saying it like you mean it. Look at somebody close to you and tell them, Be Strong in the Lord. Hallelujah. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 10. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 10. Look at what he said. He said, in conclusion, some translation will say, finally. He said, be strong in the Lord. Be empowered through the union with God. That's what it means. Be strong in the Lord. Draw your strength from him. That strength which his boundless might provides. Hallelujah. Be strong in the Lord and in the mighty power that comes from God. Be strong in the Lord. Proverbs chapter 24 verse 10. Proverbs chapter 24 verse 10. Proverbs chapter 24 verse 10. Hallelujah. Our God is good. Look at what he said. He said, if you faint in the day of adversity, in the day of trouble, he said, your strength is what? Your strength is small. Amen. Your strength is small. Praise God. How many of you know that if you have TV in your house and suddenly the TV is not working, you turn it on and there is no light. There is no power. And you know there is power. Alright? There is electricity. Is that okay? But when you turned on the TV, it wasn't coming on. Or let's say you have a gadget in the house. You turn it on and it wasn't coming on. What is the first place you go to? Eh? You go to the power source. Is that not true? The first place you go to is to check whether it is connected to the power source. Hallelujah. If your laptop charger, your laptop is not charging, and the charger is plugged to the laptop, first of all, when you see that the laptop is not charging, what do you do? You check the power source. You faint in the day of adversity, it means that you are not connected to the power source. It means that you are not getting the required strength to move. Hallelujah. You don't have the required strength to move. Are you connected to power? Are you connected to power? That's the question this morning. Are you connected to power? Let me tell you, there are many believers today who do not have the power to continue. A lot of believers are failing in their faith. You know, people are saying, do I really need to go to church? Do I really need this God? A lot of people's faith are failing by the day. Their faith is failing. He said, when you give your life to Christ, you know, as a new believer, there is this energy. There is this vigor. Alright? We call it zeal. I don't know how many of you, but when I gave my life to Christ newly, we were running everywhere. We wanted to conquer everywhere. There was this new power, new zeal 
to do the work of God. Amen. The zeal to do the work of God. You are excited about Christ. Alright? You are full of joy. You are full of vigor. You are full of zeal. You want to take everywhere. You are excited about Christianity. And then suddenly, adversity hits you. <laughs> suddenly, joy has come. Suddenly, challenges hit you. And you prayed. And it didn't work the way you thought it would work. Suddenly, somebody in your life died. You prayed for that person to wake up and he didn't wake up. Suddenly, there is no money in your pocket. Suddenly, things didn't go out the way you wanted to go. Suddenly, that person who promised you marriage disappointed you. Suddenly, things happen in your life that contradict the joy of your believing. And then what happens? You begin to wane down. Amen. But as you sojourn in this kingdom, let me tell you, as you go in this kingdom of God, in this journey, in this journey, and as you face the visit, the vicissitudes of life, it will take strength and stamina to continue. How many of you understand what I'm saying this morning? If you can hear me say hallelujah. It takes what? It takes strength and stamina to continue. You know they say it's not how you start. It's how you what? How you finish. <laughs> how many of you have been in a relay? You, you watch a relay race. Some people start very fast. They are ahead. Amen? They are ahead. Sprint. And suddenly, in the process, something just hits them. And they what? And they fall. What, what happens? All the other people behind them will what? Will overtake them. And the one that started first may, became the, may become what? The last. Why? It's not in the joy of starting. It's about the stamina and the strength to continue. And that is why the Bible said if you faint in the day of adversity, what it tells is that your strength is what? It's small. You are not connected to the power source. Hallelujah. You are not connected to the power source. Amen. Amen. You need capacity. You need capacity in the spirit. You know, you know, let me give you an example. You see, when you start a company and you are attending, attending to like say 50 people, 30 people, you know you can manage it. But suddenly you have a surge. You have more uh, uh, people that need your service. If you don't have the capacity to handle that sort, what happens? What happens? Your service begins to what? Service delivery begins to go down. I don't want to mention a bank now, you know, so that we don't, I don't call a bank. There was this bank when they started. It was the best bank that everybody wants to be to. Because they had this, uh, um, IT. They came, in fact, they are the ones that, that brought, uh, Internet banking and modern banking, you know, to a lot of... So, those days, they used to call the bank the youth bank, the young people's bank. Every young person wants to be part of that bank because of their access to internet, access to IT. They make things easy. And what happens? Everybody flooded the bank. 
I was in the bank recently, in that bank recently, and I told them, I said, your capacity is not enough to handle the level of resources that is available to you. Hallelujah. So when your capacity is small, when your capacity is small, you begin to drop the balls. You begin to fail in the things that you are supposed to handle. The question is, how do I increase my capacity? How do I increase my capacity? Let me tell you, it's the same thing in the spirit. There are certain level of spiritual warfare. There are certain level of territorial dominion that requires strength and power in the spirit. There are things that God cannot hand over to us until God knows that we have the capacity. It's not about praying and asking for the things. Amen. You can pray. Anybody can pray and ask for anything. But you see, before God can give you anything, He has to be sure that you have the capacity to handle it. You know, my daughter, anytime my daughter enters the car, he said, Daddy, I want to drive. But I cannot give her the steering. Amen. Why? Why can't I give her this? Because she doesn't have the capacity to drive. The Bible said, see a, a, a son that, that has the whole estate. As long as he remains what a child, he is what a slave. He's a servant. There are things that cannot be handed over to you until you get to a point of maturity. Until there is certainty that you are able to withstand the challenges that come with that thing. Hallelujah. Are you getting blessed this evening, this morning? There are things you cannot handle until there is assurance until you have developed the capacity. There is a weight you will put on you and that will be put on you right now. You will crash. And that is, look at what the Bible said. It says, for God is so faithful that he will not give you more than you want. You can bear. So anything you have right now is the capacity you can handle. For you to handle more, you need to increase your capacity. Hallelujah. You know, I remember those days, there's a, level, there's a kind of prayer we pray. You know, we, we say, if you come with a cup, it's the cup that God will fill. If you come with a bucket, it's the bucket that God will fill. If you come with a drum, it's the drum that God will fill. God can only fill you to the level of your capacity. So the problem of your growth, the problem of, of your level of attainment is not in the hand of God. It's in your hand. The day you decide to grow up, that day, more things will be handed over to you. The day you decide to grow the problem we have in the church today is that a lot of believers are still in the baby region. They have refused to develop their capacity to handle more. And there is no way God can give you more if your capacity is not developed. There is no way you can take more if you do not have the necessary allowance to accommodate it. God will be unjust to do that. Are you hearing me? Because if you put it on you, you will not survive. If you put it on you, you will crash. If your strength, if you fail in the days of adversity, your strength is small. That means you are not connected to the power source. Hallelujah. Let me tell you, 
Dominion requires strength. It's not by talking it. It's not the name and claim it. We have been told that all you need is just to name and claim it. How many of you have been naming and claiming it? How many things have you claimed? You have been naming and claiming it all this while. Where has it brought you to? It's not in the naming and claiming. It's about developing the inner strength. It's about developing your capacity. Hallelujah. God will only give to you the level you can bear. Amen. There is no special, the special child of God. But there are children of God that have exercised their capacity to handle more. If you go to a gym, the first time you try to carry a weight, what happens? It's heavy. But you see, the more you keep lifting it, at a point, it becomes so easy to lift that weight that this is no longer a weight. You will not have to go to the bigger one. Are you, are you with me now? The more you practice, the more capacity you have to carry. The more you practice, the more capacity you have to take. What I'm telling us this morning is that it's all on you. It's not in the hand of God. It's in your hand. How much do you want? Amen. What is the level of dimensions you want to attain? It's in your hand. It's in your hand. Amen. There are certain levels of spiritual warfare and territorial dominion that we can attain until we have spiritual capacity. Many people do not have the capacity to be entrusted with superior level of anointing and mantles over nations and systems. Not because you are not a Christian. You see, you cannot do certain things. Not because you are not a Christian. Every Christian has the capacity to do all those things. But you, you are only able to operate in the level of your capacity. Amen. Amen. You know, can we be on our feet? Let's be on our feet. I want us to just take some seconds to pray right now. You're going to pray and say, Lord, increase my capacity. Increase my capacity. Open your mouth. Increase my capacity. Strengthen me, O oh God. I refuse to remain a child. I refuse to remain in the same level I've been all these years. Declare it now. Declare it now. Increase my capacity, O oh God. I refuse to remain small. I refuse to remain in the same level. I embrace the things that God has prepared for me. I embrace the things that God has prepared for me. I enter into my inheritance. I refuse to remain small. Lord, open me up. Build me up. Open your mouth. Declare to God now. Build me up. Strengthen me, O God. Increase me. Increase me. Increase me. Let my heart yield to you. Ah, I open up myself to you. I yield. I align. It is the level of alignment that determines the level of your victory. I align to what you're doing, O oh God. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Be seated. You know, I just wanted us to pray that prayer. Amen. You know, let me tell you. The old strategy of the devil, he has not changed. The old strategy of the devil has not changed. What is the old strategy? How many of you know all these 419 people? Have you discovered that it's the same? You know, they are like their father devil. It's the same strategy they always use. You know? Sometimes I wonder, I say, you know, they will call you and be the same thing. And I wonder, I say, ah, can't you even learn a new style? <laughs> Why is it the same old? <laughs> because that their strategy have always worked. That's why they continue using it. Amen. It's the same strategy the devil uses. What is the strategy? Sowing doubt inside you. In the garden of Eden, 
All the devil needed to do to Eve was to tell Eve, was to get Eve to doubt God. Are you hearing me? All he needed to do was to get Eve to do what? To doubt God. Because you understand that there is a principle that has been set in the kingdom. That he that doubts cannot receive anything from God. Doubt erases your faith. Doubt counters your faith. The Bible says, without faith is what? Impossible to what? To please God. So, what the devil wants to do is to sow doubt. And immediately doubt comes in, your faith is destroyed. And then he can have access to you. I'm teaching us how to build capacity now. Amen? Amen. One way to build capacity is not to allow doubts to corrupt what God has said about you. Do not let doubt. Do not let doubt corrupt what God is doing. You know? What he wants to do is to sow the seed of doubt in your confidence and trust in God. He understands that doubt erases your faith. He knows that the condition with which God walks and does wonders on the earth is through faith and courage in his word. So the devil works so hard to get you into the place of doubt. This is why the only fight left for us as believers is the fight to enter into rest. Are you hearing me? The Bible said that Jesus has conquered everything. There is no more battle to fight. Are you with me now? There is no more what? There is no more battle to fight. The only battle that is left is the battle to enter into what? Into the rest of God. What is the rest of God? The rest of God is a place. Is a position of complete belief. Are you with me now? A position of complete confidence in God. Complete assurance in God that everything he said about you is true. Imagine if you have confidence that all that God has said about you is true. What will happen? The cry you are crying in the night, you will not cry again. Are you with me now? All those times of complaint, all those times of doubt will disappear. Why? Because of the confidence you have in God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. A place of rest is a place where I completely believe what God has said about Alright, so today we are still on our series and we are going to be talking about we titled this, today's message Be Strong in the Lord. Look at somebody close to you and tell them Be Strong in the Lord. No, no, no. You are not saying it like you mean it. Look at somebody close to you and tell them Be Strong in the Lord. Hallelujah. Ephesians chapter 6. Verse 10. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 10. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 10. Look at what he said. He said, in conclusion, some translation will say, finally. He said, be strong in the Lord. Be empowered through the union with God. That's what it means. Be strong in the Lord. Draw your strength from Him. That strength which His boundless might provides. Hallelujah. Be strong in the Lord and in the mighty power that comes from God. Be strong in the Lord. Proverbs chapter 24 verse 10. Proverbs chapter 24 verse 10. Proverbs chapter 24 verse 10. Hallelujah. Our God is good. Look at what he said. He said, if you faint in the day of adversity, in the day of trouble, 
He said, your strength is what? Your strength is small. Amen. Your strength is small. Praise God. How many of you know that if you have TV in your house and suddenly the TV is not working, you turn it on and there is no light. There is no power. And you know there is power. Alright? There is electricity. Is that okay? But when you turned on the TV, it wasn't coming on. Or let's say you have a gadget in the house. You turn it on and it wasn't coming on. What is the first place you go to? Eh? You go to the power source. Is that not true? The first place you go to is to check whether it is connected to the power source. Hallelujah. If your laptop charger, your laptop is not charging, and the charger is blocked to the laptop, first of all, when you see that the laptop is not charging, what do you do? You check the power source. If you faint in the day of adversity, it means that you are not connected to the power source. It means that you are not getting the required strength to move. Hallelujah. You don't have the required strength to move. Are you connected to power? Are you connected to power? That's the question this morning. Are you connected to power? Let me tell you, there are many believers today who do not have the power to continue. A lot of believers are failing in their faith. You know, people are saying, do I really need to go to church? Do I really need this God? A lot of people's faith are failing by the day. Their faith is failing. He said, when you give your life to Christ, you know, as a new believer, there is this energy. There is this vigor. Alright? We call it zeal. I don't know how many of you, but when I gave my life to Christ newly, we were running everywhere. We wanted to conquer everywhere. There was this new power, new zeal to do the work of God. Amen. The zeal to do the work of God. You are excited about Christ. Alright? You are full of joy. You are full of vigor. You are full of zeal. You want to take everywhere. You are excited about Christianity. And then suddenly, adversity hits you. <laughs> suddenly, trials come. Suddenly, challenges hit you. And you prayed. And it didn't work the way you thought it would work. Suddenly, somebody in your life died. You prayed for that person to wake up and he didn't wake up. Suddenly, there is no money in your pocket. Suddenly, things didn't go out the way you wanted to go. Suddenly, that person who promised you marriage disappointed you. Suddenly, things happen in your life that contradict the joy of your believing. And then what happens? You begin to wane down. Amen. But as you sojourn in this kingdom, let me tell you, as you go in this kingdom of God, in this journey, in this journey, and as you face the visit, the vicissitudes of life, it will take strength and stamina to continue. How many of you understand what I'm saying this morning? If you can hear me say hallelujah. It takes what? It takes strength and stamina. 
to continue. You know they say it's not how you start. It's how you what? How you finish. <laughs> how many of you have been in a relay? You, you watch a relay race. Some people start very fast. They are ahead. Amen. They are ahead. Sprint. And suddenly, in the process, something just hits them. And they what? And they fall. What, what happens? All the other people behind them will what? Will overtake them. And the one that started first may become, the, may become what? The last. Why? It's not in the joy of starting. It's about the stamina and the strength to continue. And that is why the Bible said, if you faint in the day of adversity, what it tells is that your strength is what? It's small. You are not connected to the power source. Hallelujah. You are not connected to the power source. Amen. Amen. You need capacity. You need capacity in the spirit. You know, you know, let me give you an example. You see, when you start a company and you are attending, attending to like say 50 people, 30 people, you know you can manage it. But suddenly you have a surge. You have more uh, uh, people that need your service. If you don't have the capacity to handle that surge, what happens? What happens? Your service begins to work. Service delivery begins to go down. I don't want to mention a bank now, you know, so that we don't I don't call a bank. There was this bank when they started. It was the best bank that everybody wants to be to. Because they had this uh, um, IT. They came, in fact, they are the ones that, that brought uh, internet banking and modern banking, you know, to a lot of. So those days, they used to call the bank the youth bank, the young people's bank. Every young person wants to be part of that bank because of their access to. Internet access to IT. They make things easy. And what happens? Everybody flooded the bank. I was in the bank recently, in that bank recently, and I told them, I said, your capacity is not enough to handle the level of resources that is available to you. Hallelujah. So when your capacity is small. When your capacity is small, you begin to drop the balls. You begin to fail in the things that you are supposed to handle. The question is, how do I increase my capacity? How do I increase my capacity? Let me tell you, it's the same thing in the spirit. There are certain levels of spiritual warfare there are certain level of territorial dominion that requires strength and power in the spirit. There are things that God cannot hand over to us until God knows that we have the capacity. It's not about praying and asking for the things. Amen. You can pray. Anybody can pray and ask for anything. But you see, before God can give you anything, he has to be sure that you have the capacity to handle it. You know, my daughter, anytime my daughter enters the car, he said, Daddy, I want to drive. But I cannot give her the steering. Amen. Why? Why can't I give her this? Because she doesn't have the capacity to drive. The Bible said, see a, a, a son that, that has the whole estate. As long as he remains what? A child. He is what? A slave. He is a servant. 
There are things that cannot be handed over to you until you get to a point of maturity. Until there is certainty that you are able to withstand the challenges that come with that thing. Hallelujah. Are you getting blessed this evening, this morning? There are things you cannot handle until there is assurance until you have developed the capacity. There is a weight you will put on you or that will be put on you right now. You will crash. And that is, look at what the Bible said. It said, for God is so faithful that he will not give you more than you want. You can be it. So anything you have right now is the capacity you can handle. For you to handle more, you need to increase your capacity. Hallelujah. You know, I remember those days, there's a, level, there's a kind of prayer we pray. You know, we, we say, if you come with a cup, it's the cup that God will fill. If you come with a bucket, it's the bucket that God will fill. If you come with a drum, it's the drum that God will fill. God can only fill you to the level of your capacity. So the problem of your growth, the problem of, of your level of attainment is not in the hand of God. It's in your hand. The day you decide to grow up, that day, more things will be handed over to you. The day you decide to grow we have in the church today is that a lot of believers are still in the baby region. They have refused to develop their capacity to handle more. And there is no way God can give you more if your capacity is not developed. There is no way you can take more if you do not have the necessary allowance to accommodate it. God will be unjust to do that. Are you hearing me? Because if you put it on you, you will not survive. If you put it on you, you will crash. If your strength, if you fail in the days of adversity, your strength is small. That means you are not connected to the power source. Hallelujah. Let me tell you, dominion requires strength. It's not by talking it. It's not the name and claim it. We have been told that all you need is just to name and claim it. How many of you have been naming and claiming it? How many things have you claimed? You have been naming and claiming it all this while. Where has it brought you to? It's not in the naming and claiming. It's about developing the inner strength. It's about developing your capacity. Hallelujah. God will only give to you the level you can bear. Amen. There is no special, the special child of God. But there are children of God that have exercised their capacity to handle more. If you go to a gym, the first time you try to carry a weight, what happens? It's heavy. But you see, the more you keep lifting it, at a point, it becomes so easy to lift that weight that this is no longer a weight. You will not have to go to the bigger one. Are you, are you with me now? The more you practice, the more capacity you have to carry. The more you practice, the more capacity you have to take. What I'm telling us this morning is that it's all on you. It's not in the hand of God. It's in your hand. How much do you want? Amen. What is the level of dimensions you want to attain? It's in your hand. It's in your hand. Amen. There are certain levels of spiritual warfare and territorial dominion that we can attain until we have spiritual capacity. Many people do not have the capacity to be entrusted with superior level of anointing and mantles over nations and systems. Not because you are not a Christian. You see, 
you cannot do certain things. Not because you are not going to be a Christian. Every Christian has the capacity to do all those things. But you, you are only able to operate in the level of your capacity. Amen. Amen. You know, can we be on our feet? Let's be on our feet. I want us to just take some seconds to pray right now. You are going to pray and say, Lord, increase my capacity. Increase my capacity. Open your mouth. Increase my capacity. Strengthen me, O God. I refuse to remain a child. I refuse to remain in the same level I've been all these years. Declare it now. Declare it now. Increase my capacity, O God. I refuse to remain small. I refuse to remain in the same level. I embrace the things that God has prepared for me. I embrace the things that God has prepared for me. I enter into my inheritance. I refuse to remain small. Lord, open me up. Build me up. Open your mouth. Declare to God now. Build me up. Strengthen me, O God. Increase me. Increase me. Increase me. Let my heart yield to you. Ah, I open up myself to you. I yield. I align. It is the level of alignment that determines the level of your victory. I align to what you're doing, oh God. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Be seated. You know, I just wanted us to pray that prayer. Amen. You know, let me tell you. The old strategy of the devil, he has not changed. The old strategy of the devil has not changed. What is the old strategy? How many of you know all these 419 people? Have you discovered that it's the same? You know, they're like their father devil. It's the same strategy they always use. You know? Sometimes I wonder, I say, you know, they will call you and be the same thing. And I wonder, I say, ah, can't you even learn a new style? <laughs> Why is it the same old? <laughs> because that their strategy have always worked. That's why they continue using it. Amen. It's the same strategy the devil uses. What is the strategy? Sowing doubt inside you. In the garden of Eden, all the devil need to do to Eve was to tell Eve, was to get Eve to doubt God. Are you hearing me? All he needed to do was to get Eve to do what? To doubt God. Because he understand that there is a principle that has been set in the kingdom. That he that doubts cannot receive anything from God. Doubt erases your faith. Doubt counters your faith. The Bible says, without faith is what? Impossible to what? To please God. So, what the devil wants to do is to sow doubt. And immediately doubt comes in, your faith is destroyed. And then he can have access to you. I'm teaching us how to build capacity now. Amen. Amen. One way to build capacity is not to allow doubts to corrupt what God has said about you. Do not let doubt. Do not let doubt corrupt what God is doing. You know? What he wants to do is to sow the seed of doubt in your confidence and trust in God. He understands that doubt erases your faith. He knows that the condition with which God walks and does wonders on the earth is through faith and courage in his word. So the devil works so hard to get you into the place of doubt. This is why the only fight left for us as believers is the fight to enter into rest. Are you hearing me? The Bible said that Jesus has conquered everything. There is no more battle to fight. Are you with me now? There is no more what? There is no more battle to fight. The only battle that is left is the battle to enter into what? 
into the rest of God. What is the rest of God? The rest of God is a place. Is a position of complete belief. Are you with me now? A position of complete confidence in God. Complete assurance in God that everything he said about you is true. Imagine if you have confidence that all that God has said about you is true. What will happen? The cry you are crying in the night, you will not cry again. Are you with me now? All those times of complaint, all those times of doubt will disappear. Why? Because of the confidence you have in God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. A place of rest is a place where I completely believe what God has said about What the devil wants to do is to sow doubt inside you. That your position in Christ will, is not the best for you. As a man, they will tell you, oh no, about, now like this you go take marriage. Is this how you, you, is this the kind of life you want to live and attain to something? Come and hustle. When they are talking of the hustle, they are not talking of legit hustle. They are talking of other hustle that is illegal. So these things are there. But the question is, do you still believe God that God will see you through? Even when the things are not in the right position. Even when it doesn't look right. Hallelujah. The only fight left for us is that fight. Is the fight that the devil is sowing doubt inside you not to believe God. And that is why in the day of adversity, you fail. Because you have not entered into rest. Is somebody getting me now? The reason why, you see, entering into rest is that power source. For a man that has entered into rest, nothing moves him. Amen. My wife knows. One of the things about me is that I don't, I'm not moved by what other people have. I'm not moved by what other people have. And I am not in a hurry. There are times you will see people the way they move. And one thing I always tell her, I say sometimes these people that move very fast, they also fall very with God. You know, your roots is strong. It may not be very fast, but it's steady. You can see your life change from glory to glory. That's what the Bible said. He said, for the, for the part of the righteous shine at what? Brighter and brighter. It did not say to just shine bright. Boom! Everybody now want it right now. Ojibo Ojibo ministry. <laughs> fire for fire. Let it happen now. And that is why, you know, uh, some days ago, somebody was asking a question. He said, Pastor, what do you think? If I'm walking on the road now, and I just see money, like a million naira on the floor, on the, on the ground, is that not, is that not the work of faith? Has God not blessed me? <laughs> do you know that some people teach that? That's why you will go in a church. They will pray for you. I say, receive favor this week in the name of Jesus. You say, Amen. And then you go out the next day on Monday. Somebody calls you. I say, is this Chukwe Mecca? He say, yes. You know, I've come to tell you that there is a, there is a contract in Shell. And we're looking for suppliers. And you know, I got your number from a friend. And I want to tell you that you are the selected supplier. But you know, before you supply you, there are, there are forms you need to fill. You need to pay some money, you need to do this. And be, you now connect it to the prophecy 
or to the prayer that they pray to you on Sunday, and you say, this is God, you will greedily, greedily, go and enter into trouble. And then they will dupe you. You will be blaming God. No, it's not God. You were not granted. Look at, see, illegality, illegality and greed is what has destroyed the church today. You cannot get Good cannot come from bad. Are you hearing me now? You cannot do bad so that good will come. Can you hear me now? Amen. You cannot. Some people, you know, think that they can manipulate their way. They call it, I, I think I was discussing it the last time, they say is. um, uh, white lie. Business lie. The Bible says such wisdom does not come from God. Are you hearing me? It doesn't come from God. The reason why you are entering into that is because you have entered into doubt. You are not doubting that God can save you. So you want to make a quick way out. People who are always looking for magic. People who are always looking for something spectacular. They always enter into what? Into trouble. The Bible says, if you are always chasing after quick money, quick wealth, what will happen? You will enter into trouble. The love of money. The love of money. But you see, when you build capacity, when those trial times come, what will happen? You are able to withstand. You will not fail. I say you will not fail. In the name of Jesus. You will not fail in the name of Jesus. I don't know how many of you have had situation where you doubted God. I have. I've had trials in my life. I've had temptations in my life. In fact, as I speak to you now, I can remember one time back in Oweri, I was with a friend. I was crying in my office in Oweri. I was crying and my friend came in. Pastor Paul, you know, some of you know Pastor Paul. Pastor Paul came in and said, David, what's going on? He said, Pastor David, what's going on? Why are you crying? I couldn't hold my peace. I let everything out to him. I said, I've, I've served God. I believe God. I don't know whether he's working again. All the prayers I prayed. All the things I've done. Look at me. I'm a graduate. Things are not working well for me. I've been here. I was just complaining. I'll be here. How long will I be here? Eh? I'm not even going to marry. I I can't even take care of my my, my siblings. How can I, after graduating, I'm an accountant. There's nothing I can do. I was complaining. That's what the devil wants you to do. Are you hearing me now? Once you start, the devil say, "Uh we've gotten him now. God can no longer work for him. Because immediately you leave, you enter into that place of complaint and doubt in the ability of God to deliver you, you shortchange yourself. I'm telling you, it's only the mercy of God that is helping us. Most of us have violated the principles of God. It's the mercy of God that has kept us. Because anytime you enter into doubt, you remove yourself from what God is doing. And that's where the devil wants you. So that they can manipulate you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't know what it is right now that has made you doubted God. What is that thing that has made you felt like is, uh, you know, God, God is no more working. And even your Christian life, you are just dragging. Your zeal is gone. The passion is gone. Your strength is small. That's why. You need to regain your strength. Hallelujah. You need to grow your capacity to handle situations. You need to increase in your capacity to deal with issues when they come. As for issues, they will surely come. Every man on earth will go through those trials. It's just a matter of time. 
Are you hearing me? If you have not gone through your trials now, it's just a matter of time. Your capacity, job capacity was heavy. The man had capacity. Amen. Even if his friends came and they were blaming him, they said, Job, you are the cause of your problem. You cannot say you are, not, you are the cause. But his capacity was enough. And at the end, God came through for him. The Bible said the latter part of Job was what? Was greater than his former. Chapter 28, verse 20. We're rounding up now. First Chronicles chapter 28, verse 20. Look at what it says. Are you there? First Chronicles 28, verse 20. Okay, look at it. He said, also David told Solomon his son, be strong and courageous and do it. Fear not. Be not dismayed for the Lord God, my God, is with you. He will not fail or forsake you until you have finished all the work for the service of the house of the Lord. You must practice the presence of God. You must understand that God is with you. Hallelujah. What the devil wants to do is to sow doubt in you that God is not with you. That's what he wants to achieve. Everything he's doing. You see, all the, the, that the devil did, look at the story of Job. The Bible said that when the sons of God were gathered and, and Satan was also there, what happened? He said, God asked, have you seen my servant Job? He said, ah, does he believe you for nothing? His confidence in you is not for nothing. It's because you have surrounded him with a head. Open up. Let's even try him. I have come to know through that scripture that what the devil does is to disturb things on the outside. Everything that is happening on the outside, the target is to get you into a place of doubt. The target is to get you into a place of disbelief. All the things happening on the outside is just to lure you in. Immediately you get into that place. That is the only time the devil can attack. How do I know? Job said it. He said, the things I feared most have befallen me. That means every time the enemy was doing the things around, is to get Job into a place of fear. Once you begin to doubt God, you cannot achieve what God wants you to achieve anymore. I want us to also look at 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 50, 58. 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verse 58. Hallelujah. <coughs> Amen. Look at it. He said, Therefore, my beloved brethren, be firm, steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, always being superior, excellent, doing more than enough in the service of the Lord, knowing and being continually aware that the labor in the Lord is not fertile. It is never wasted unto no purpose. Hallelujah. Isaiah 54 verse 4. Isaiah 54 verse 4. Fear not! For you shall not be ashamed. Look at somebody I'm close to you and tell you, you will not be ashamed. Neither be confounded and depressed. For you shall not be put to shame. For you shall not forget the shame of, for you shall forget the shame of your youth, and you shall not seriously remember the reproach of the widowhood anymore. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Look at what 1 Corinthians chapter 16 verse 13. 1 Corinthians chapter 16 verse 13. Go there. 1 Corinthians 16 verse 13. 16 verse 13. He said, for they gave, is that correct? Verse 13, please. Uh-huh. Be alert and on your guard. Stand firm in your faith, your conviction, respecting man's relationship to God and divine things, keeping the trust and holy for, uh, holy favor, born of faith and in a part of it. Act like men and be courageous. Grow in strength. Hallelujah. 
The, the admonition for you today is what? Grow in what? In strength. Grow in strength. Increase your capacity to withstand the challenges of life. Let me tell you, in this life, there will be what? There are many troubles. Jesus said it. He said, in this life, you will have what? You will have tribulations. He said, but be encouraged because I have overcome the world. So your courage is in Jesus. It's in the promise of God. Psalms 27 verse 14. Psalm 27 verse 14. Psalm 27 verse 14. Look at it. He said, wait and hope for and expect the Lord. Be brave. Tell somebody, be brave. And of good courage. And let your heart be stout and enduring. Yes, wait for and hope for and expect the Lord. Increase your inner strength to withstand the trials and temptations that will come your way. They will surely come. But is your capacity enough to handle them? Is your capacity enough to handle them? Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Lastly, we're going to read Isaiah 41. And then we'll pray. Isaiah 41 from verse 10. Now, I want all of us to read it together. Are you ready? Every one of us, I want us to read it together. Let's go. Fear not. There is nothing to fear. For I am with you. Do not look around you in terror. And be dismayed. For I am your God. I will strengthen you. Okay, no, 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 no. Let's read again. You are going to personalize it. Are you, are, are, you, are you with me now? You are going to personalize the scripture. Personalize it. In your person. Alright, let's go. David, fear not. There is nothing to fear. For God is with me. I do not look around me in terror. And I am not dismayed. For he is my God. He will strengthen me and harden me to difficulties. Look at that place. He said he will harden you to what? Difficulties. So when you face difficult times, you are hardened. I, I, I used to see somebody and say, ah, this guy is a hardened guy. Hardened guy. Nothing moves him. Anything you are doing, the guy is just there. What God is saying? He said, I will harden you. <laughs> Hallelujah. He said, I will harden you to difficulties. Yes, I will help you. My helper, oh, my helper. My helper, oh, my helper. Is your love that makes me come into your presence. My helper. Look at what he said, he said. He said, yes. He said, I will hold you up and retain you with my victorious right hand of righteousness and justice. The next verse now. The next verse, please. He said, behold, all they who are enraged and inflamed against you shall be put to shame. And confounded. They who strive against you shall be as nothing and they shall perish. The next verse. He said, you shall seek those who contend with you, but you shall not find them. They who war against you shall be as nothing. As nothing at all. Hallelujah. He said, for I, the Lord your God, hold your right hand. I am the Lord who says to you, fear not. I will help you. The next verse. Fear not, you want one Jacob, you men of Israel, I will help you. You are a great God. You are a great God. Oh. Yes. You are a great God. Oh. All I know. All I know.
give you honor. We come before the God that is the creator of heavens and the earth. The God that is above all. The one that made the universe. We come before you, almighty father. There is none like you. None can compare to you. None can match your greatness. Receive all the glory. Receive all the honor. Lord, as your word come, open our minds. Instruct us this morning. Strengthen us, O God. Empower us for the assignment. Fill us up for the things you are about to do. Let our life become the design, the purpose for which you meant it. That we will not settle for less. We will not settle for less. We will pursue and we will overcome. We will not settle below what you have planned for us. We receive strength this morning. We receive strength this morning. In the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. Thank you, great God. We give you the glory. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. You can be seated. God bless you. The Lord. Your Redeemer is the Holy One of Israel. The next verse now. He said, Behold, I will make you to be a new sharp threshing instrument which has teeth. You shall thresh the mountains and beat them small and shall make the hills like chaff. Hallelujah. He said, You shall winnow them and the wind shall carry them away and the tempest of wild wind shall scatter them. And you shall rejoice in the Lord. You shall glory in the Holy One of Israel. Hallelujah. What God is doing in your life, nobody can stop it. Are you hearing me? What God is doing in your life, nobody can stop it. Amazing things are happening. Nobody can stop what God is doing. But you see, to face life, you have to face life with courage. Can we be on our feet right now? Our prayer this morning is, Lord, strengthen me, O God. Increase my capacity. Increase my capacity. I have the ability to stand through trials, through temptations, through difficult times. I have the ability. I have the capacity to stand. Increase my capacity, O God. Open your mouth and begin to ask God. Begin to ask the Lord. Increase my capacity. Increase my capacity. Increase my capacity. Open your mouth. Let God hear you this morning. Increase my capacity, O God. Increase my capacity, O God. Increase my capacity. Through the trials of life, through the temptations of life, I am able to withstand. I am able to fight a good fight of faith. And I come out victorious. I will not be consumed by this battle. I will not be con- the Bible says if you fail in the day of your battle, if you if you cower in in the day of the trials, your strength is small. Say, Lord, increase my strength. Just like the man that, that prayed, he said, Lord, I believe, but help my own belief. Can I have people right now humble themselves before God? I say, increase my strength to God. Give me the strength to withstand. Give me the ability to withstand. Give me the power to stand through these trials. Increase my strength. Increase my strength. Open your mouth. Ask the Lord to increase you. Ask Him to increase you.